0: Welcome to the PowerCast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. So welcome to another episode of the PowerCast. And today I have the pleasure of having on the episode previous Shred Nate winner, Adi Ogara from uh, Dublin, Ireland. I have pronounced your name correctly there, haven't I? Yeah, you know, sorry, you know, yeah. So th- this was an ongoing joke for a long time. I know you got ribbed about a lot because so I kept pronouncing your name wrong. Um yeah. So, I have finally learned
1: uh, from my ways. Yeah, I was, to, I was called Addy for a while, but I think they, they got over it at this stage. So, I'm <laughs> back to being called Addy again. So, it's good enough. <laughs>
0: um, before I forget, guys, the current Tridnate program and also the new Skulksnate Ladies program is now available with a 33% off discount, which starts start March. If you guys want to get involved in that, please click the link below. And now we'll continue with the podcast before I plug anything else. AD was one of those superstars who completely transformed last year, probably one of the most shocking transformations I've seen in just eight weeks. So that, that, that was hugely impressive. So like today I just want to have a little discussion about how you did that because I know a lot of people take a huge amount of inspiration from what you did because like, I still get messages asking about you all the time and I'm, I imagine you might still get the odd one like dropping in here and there and yeah. asking questions. Yeah. Um, so like firstly, the, a lot of people focus... When it comes to the body transformation, in terms of like food and training, is the key points. But I would probably suggest, like, let, open this up to you. The biggest takeaway from it, maybe mindset from it. Uh, how do you find like the transformation process and the end results affected you
1: mentally? And how did you feel like at the start, and how did you feel at the end? Yeah, it's definitely mindset. It's all in your mind. Probably a big thing was routine. Once I nailed the routine. Like doing basically the same thing every day and just being organized and just having the mindset of wanting to do well, it just kind of came easy then. Like, like if you're if you're organized, that's really the secret. Like, it's there's no magic formula. Like, it's just simple. Like, consistency. Like, just day in day out. Like, it sounds so standard because you hear, yeah. hear everyone saying it like so, but it is what it is. Like, it's just I don't know. It's just that simple. Like. Once, once you're organised and follow a routine, like I was lucky enough. It just kind of happened for me. So,
0: it's I. I wouldn't use the word luck. You put a lot of hard work and uh, sweat into what what you did. So those things don't happen by by chance. Like a lot of yeah, well,
1: I wouldn't be a man for bragging. So <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you rushed out. i gonna say
0: you you created your own luck with uh, taking action. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hear it, that hurt, but- I had a football manager before, and I, he used to always say, "The harder I train, the luckier I get." So yeah. it's like it makes sense, like so, I suppose.
0: <laughs> Same with work. I think it's one of those things that whatever you're, if you're consciously thinking about something all the time, I can guarantee you'll be more successful at whatever that thing is. Yeah, always. So like, like, I want to get in shape, or I want to be more intelligent, or I want to learn more about, I don't know, science or birds or something random. If that's all you think yeah, about. Yeah. Attraction thing that like naturally you will become better about it because you're conscious of it. It's a little bit like, say for example, with like the Aura rings, for example. I like for man, uh, for monitoring sleep. I find they're great, but like one of the, the main reasons they're so good is cause it actually makes you aware and like think about, oh, I wonder what, how my sleep's been and things like that. So you actually have some awareness yeah. of what's going on rather than just like, hoping for the best.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's all in the mind. Like even my girlfriend got me a Fitbit for Christmas. I was just look um, at it like. I'm just, like, sitting, like, it vibrates, and I'm like, oh, I need to do a few more steps this, in this hour, and I'm just like, got to get it done. Like, in the end run, it's only a few steps at the end of the day, like, but it's just in your head, like, you know, Yeah. It keeps yeah. you pecking over, like, so if, you're, if your head's, if your head's constantly thinking about it, I suppose that is, that's a massive part of it.
0: Massively, massively.
1: And I think one of the things that, um, obviously, it's very interesting, because
0: you mentioned your partner then, like, that's one of the things, I think, within, like, a process like this, um you have to have someone who's very supportive of you. Obviously, so you have someone who's very supportive of you with buying uh, things, <clears throat> things for Christmas. So, um, I imagine that was a huge help along the way with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. She actually saying she's doing, um it now at the moment. So, yeah. she's doing well. Like, support each other. Like, it's keeping your circle small and supportive people around you, and that's really it. Like to be honest,
0: and it's, it's a positive mindset. And I like, I mean this respectfully to anyone who's Irish, but I find Sometimes people from, like, from my experience with clients that have an island, it seems to be a lot more of the, like, if you're trying to do something different than everyone else, you tend to get more shit in Ireland than you do. Maybe
1: hundred uh, percent, like, respectfully, like to anyone who's Irish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm from, I'm from Donegal in Ireland. It's like up the northwest, the top of Ireland, just a small little town. Like, and if you do anything different, people's like, "What are you doing?" Like, just be normal, like, you know, it's kind of, it's funny, like, if you if you try something new, people are kind of like, ah, oh, he's he's a chancer, like, he's the bluffer, like, but, sure, give it a go, like.
0: The thing I always think of stuff like that is just, like, I uh, would use that as fuel to the fire, almost like, prove them wrong, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, oh, massive, yeah, 100%, like.
0: Because I know, like, no, no, you now, I know 100%, that would have been the case. Yeah, yeah, so, like, that's what you're thinking about when you're just about to fail your last rep, you're like... <laughs> That fucker who gave me some <laughs> <would have> like
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, what was your line of employment? Because people might find that interesting.
1: Uh, I'm an oyster farmer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, when you told uh, me that, I was like fair play. That's a unique one. Yeah, it's pretty. It's uh, it's tough enough. It's nice in the summer now. You're working on the beach, lake and stuff. But like winter time, pretty, it's pretty. pretty bleak like, No, I can. Imagine. The weather's never. The weather's never really too good here. So. It's uh, tough enough, and also
0: obviously like yourself. I know obviously a bit more about you. Like you coming from a sporting background before.
1: What was your background previously? So Gaelic football. So I was in Gaelic football. Really, I played a bit of soccer when I was younger, but I always went forward for Gaelic. Um, it's massive here, like just in Ireland. In general, it's pretty big, like so. Um, yeah, just trained probably, probably joined the local Gaelic team when I was around six or seven and I've been training or playing Gaelic now for like twenty years. So it was at the start obviously it wasn't that serious. It's more of a, a hobby. Like but then as you get older you start like you would just train maybe twice a week and have a game at the weekend, but like as you get older you're you're starting to take in weight sessions and like core sessions and you might be training up to five, six days a week. Um, so that's I always love the training side of it like I always really love the training. I just find it hard sometimes, like off-season. I don't know, off-season, I really enjoyed off-season because you have to wait a bit more. Um, and then like in-season, you're always kind of thinking, oh, I have a game now in a couple of days, so I might hold back a bit, like doing leg sessions and stuff like this. You're always thinking about the game of the weekend because you want to play your best. But um, yeah, so I really, I love the game now, to be fair, but yeah. Um, I think the training side of it was always massive for me. Like, I love the training side of it too. Like.
0: I think it's one of those things you're one of those people who enjoys the process right? not not just the end result. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. hundred percent. That's like one of the things I say to everyone is so important, in particular like if you're doing Shredmate or you're working with me or just training generally, like you have to enjoy what you do because otherwise there's no point of of doing the process. I had a conversation with my clients, Jake, um, who's from the US who's getting married in three months. And he was basically saying that he wants to change his nutrition so that his wife uh, doesn't eat meat, so they can eat together in the evening. And I was like, "Yeah, of course that's fine." Because like, ultimately, you being happy and not resenting the process is going to lead to better results than you being miserable yeah. and like, and, like your yeah. wife get pissed off with you. Then you don't get support at home. So it's like the real the realistic thing I say to everyone is: there's what's optimal, and there's what's practical, and practicality will win every time. Because if you can, if something's practical and you can stick
1: to it, you'll get results. Yeah, and it's gonna last a lot longer. Like honestly, oh, it's a lifestyle, like more so than a few weeks or whatever. Like so, exactly. You took the words out of my mouth
0: there. So that was gonna be my next comment. Yeah, definitely.
1: But just... no, I know
0: that's one of the things I think you found was quite simple. Like, in terms of uh, nutrition before, and obviously the Shred and Eat program when you won, um, it was like it wasn't rocket science. It was fairly basic in terms of what you were eating, but you were enjoying like what you had some food and those treats, but then it was really it was sorry, it was consistent and easy for you to follow.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um that was probably a big thing for it. How like I've I've never been good in the kitchen. I'm not the best chef in the world like. But uh yeah, it was simple foods. Basic foods like just really easy to follow. Meal prepped twice, maybe three times a week. And it was just so simple, like I was like I was cooking the same food. I know uh, like repetitive, but it was simple like and like I was like a bulletproof fan to be honest like couldn't really go wrong which is but, know. You
0: know, the thing I always say is like I was saying I love and it's a bit nerdy but it's um complexity is the enemy of execution because like people often say like oh I want a different diet every day of the week and it's like there's no way in a million years that you yeah, could you can stick to that definitely not maybe some people could but I couldn't no way yeah. really. oh, chef at home or, and like even obviously I work for myself and I I wouldn't have time to mess yeah, around yeah. Thing. Like I've gone to the extent of now having a meal prep company prep a lot of my food because it just saves me time. But like, it's it's just one less thing to worry about. But if you're – it's like the saying is like, keep it simple, stupid. The more
1: simple you can keep something, the, the better the results you'll get because it's easier for you to stick to. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Just easy. as easy as you can make it, basically. Like, like you pick up – I think it was so easy. I was like – I nailed that side of it. I got the nutrition fairly bang on after maybe a week or two. The meal prep, you started picking up little hacks like to make your day easier, but like the simpler it is, the easier it is. You don't need to really focus on like your cooking or whatever, but I like, come to from e- the end of it. Like I could nearly tell you now exactly what I was eating still. Let's, a play, let's play again. Do. So obviously you finished uh shred and I think I came, I
0: flew out to Ireland with Mike and we trained uh, and obviously filmed that. And, um, so That was probably I think like June if um it's back in, can you remember what your diet
1: was from back then? yeah, hundred percent okay well, what was meal one meal one was on a training day. the training day and rest day was a bit different. um I remember the training day because I was like five, six days a week. I had three slices of turkey bacon and three eggs for breakfast I'm going to guess because I remember you uh, you mentioned to me before I think meal, was it meal two and three like
0: turkey mints? Yeah
1: 125 grams turkey mints and 10 grams of cashew nuts and then I had 125 grams of turkey mints again and just a plain wrap like a tortilla wrap so then- that was my 1st three pre-meals yeah and then pre-workout was I think it was a protein shake 100 grams of blueberries and four rice cakes post-workout 60, 70 grams of cocoa bobs, almond milk, and a protein shake. And then at night, it was my Greek yogurt, blueberries, and dark chocolate. I'm hundred percent impressed with that. So simple. Like it was, I couldn't forget. I think I actually, I actually found it funny. Like I think over the eight weeks, I had something like twenty-three kg of cooked turkey. Man, like, <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I've actually, I've worked out before like a point where I was eating a hell of a lot.
0: Like more food than I am now. And I worked how much, like I was actually eating every week in like volume of like actual weight. And then I times it by a year. And I was like, that's quite staggering actually when you break it up,
1: up, like when you start to like elongate it over a long period. Definitely, yeah. When you look at that numbers it's good. Like, I think I was looking into all of that stuff too because the Fred and Ape program really made me more interested in what I was doing and what I was eating. I learned a lot from it. Like that was, it wasn't just a transformation. Like i like I learned a lot through the process. Like,
0: and that's the one of the big things for me is like, and why I, why I sort of started that process, and also sculpt snake now as well for women, is that like it's almost like a a starting point to get you into the process, so that you can then start to learn and understand more, and then you start to get that addiction of like. Okay, I now understand how my body's changing with the food and how this feels and how my nutrition should be set up. And I know a lot of people are going to probably be having kittens because you just said, "Oh, he was eating cocoa pops." And he's like, "If anyone hasn't seen uh, uh, your transformation, head over to his Instagram and my Instagram and check it out because it's absolutely ridiculous." And you ate cocoa pops like five, six days a week for like eight, yeah. eight weeks. <laughs> so, like,
1: yeah. Did you find but, that a bit strange at first? No, I was just happy they were in there to be honest. Do you know what's funny? Like. Cocoa Pops, I probably used to eat them when I was younger. And then I went a few years without eating Cocoa Pops. just wasn't a thing I ate. But, like, I just love Cocoa Pops. And I, like, it sparked back a childhood memory of eating Cocoa Pops. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no. I can. I was wondering. It's, I thought it was a bit random. Like, but for, like, every time I stood on the scales or looked in the mirror, I was getting, like, in better shape. So I was, like, trusting the process. Go for it. Like.
0: I think that's one of those things as well. So, like you can a lot of people try to overthink things. I and mean, they also a lot, a lot of, like comparison syndrome. So I look at someone else who's progressing quicker than them and think like there's some magic secret. And the two fundamentals why someone's probably progressing faster than you are either genetically they're more gifted or secondly, the chances are they're probably training harder than you or better than you in terms of like technique, in terms of what they're actually doing. Yeah. That's where uh, a lot of people can often leave things, uh, go, let things go astray a little bit. And um, so that's one thing to be sort of wary of in that respect. But like the whole cocoa pop thing, like cause I know people are going to ask after listening to this, the whole reason of using that and why it works so well in like a situation with shred Nate where you're in obviously a fat loss phase, where we you're trying to pull off so as much fat as possible is that like, I imagine you had it and I've had it before, but, like when I'm dieting hard, well, that's like a sweet treat you can have every day and you look forward to that after training. So like mentally that makes it easier for you because you're not just eating chicken and rice and you can also then you have something to look forward to um, every day that makes adherence it a little bit easier.
1: Definitely, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I used to actually be sad when it wasn't training day because I didn't have Cocomops and that plan, so... <laughs>
0: yeah, it's no Cocomops in rest day. So like the reason we would use something like that on um, a training day post-workout is basically because its carbohydrates are very easy to digest and also, um, obviously, from an adherence point of view, they taste great and they're only, only basically puffed up rice, essentially. Um, so eat Cocoa Pops kids, it can work. Um, I'm a big big fan of that tactic. Um, next up from there, obviously, in terms of nutrition, was there anything else in particular you found particularly different or interesting,
1: or just the simplicity of how effective um, it was? I think probably one thing I realised was how little food I actually had to eat to like survive, you know what I mean? I was training fairly intense, like I was training hard and there might have been faster cardio some mornings and like some weight sessions that evening. And then I was I was also playing Gaelic football at the same time. So like I was following the plan and I like maybe the first few days, maybe it was the cravings or I don't know what it was, but after maybe week one I realised how like little food that I actually need to to perform, like I was probably overeating for years thinking Oh, I need all of this food, like so. I learned a lot about myself, how much I actually need to to survive and perform, like you know what I mean.
0: I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, like myself included. And it's one of the particularly younger guys to do is go through a dirty bulking phase of like, oh, yeah. let's get on those pizza and Ben and Jerry's because let's get huge, and like it's not going gonna- it. to.
1: Yeah. It's part of that, and it's also just the fact that I probably I love it too. Like I just love food, so. <laughs> You just get into a routine, like, oh this is great. You feel yourself getting stronger, but you kinda just don't take off your t shirt as much and forget the fact that you're getting slightly fat, like but, um, that's that's definitely I love food, like that's that's part of it though. Like
0: And it's one of those things I think is just being conscious of that. And I think um the more you're conscious of it, the more you can control something and be aware and like what I always think is a very good thing that everyone should do in pretty much every element of life is to push themselves to the extreme, whether it be like physically <laughs> mentally. Because I remember when I've done competition preps, like I think the first one I ever did, I remember like literally physically like struggling to walk down the street, like this is a ball like to walk from one end of the high street to the other. Like right. literally like it felt like running the marathon. And then um like once you've functioned and like worked and like survived like that for a little while, when you come back to a normal life like now, like it's an absolute breeze. Like yeah, life. Yeah. So I think it's good for people to push themselves like that, but in reality a lot of people Aren't willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable, if that makes sense.
1: I think if you do it once, as you said there, like if you do it once, you realize. Understand? So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and and you know, there's another gear there if you need it. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Like, everyone's cruising now at the (laughs) minute. You can always work harder, like so. I don't know. If you do it once, definitely, like you realize. What I don't know maybe if you go extreme and get really lean, like you're going to understand what you have to do to get to that level, but like it just gives you a better understanding of everything I think. so I also think as well what people massively underestimate is
0: the importance of when once you get really once you get really lean for the first time, you can then um, like reverse out of that and your body's actually metabolically in a much better position than to build muscle uh, from that point and stay leaner. And like actually utilize food because imagine after shred night when the food obviously went up slightly, you probably felt a lot better you probably noticed like your body was probably utilizing it a hell of a lot more, more than it was when you were a bit fatter.
1: Definitely, yeah, hundred um, percent. The whole muffin game and stuff, pre workouts, and like I was still eating all of these when I was at my leanest. I was eating these, but I was still waking up later the next yeah. day, which was I find that very weird. But so as I got used to my body and kind of knew like playing after shred night, I was kind of playing with these things and watching to see what would happen like like even like say if you had a free meal at the weekend like I <coughs> guarantee you I'll wake up like two or three kilo heavier the next day like but if I load on water and just get back back to the plan and back to normal in the day or two like so you get to learn your own body I think that was an interesting part with too. like I learned a lot about myself
0: yeah, I think it's one of those things that you're now consciously aware and monitor what's going on. So like, for example, I've talked about this a few times, but say, for example, at Christmas, I put on five kilos in a day, which I initially had a bit of a heart attack about, but like it was, again, as you said, when you have a meal off plan, you go up two, three kilos, it was just water weights. So that all came off within five days. Like, realistically, you can't do, in a day, you're not going like, to, even if you went on a rampage, You okay, obviously, you, you could get a little bit of fat, but you're not going to, undo 12 weeks worth of hard work um, and yeah. you did that day consecutively for like five days then yeah you're going to start to cause problems but I think it's one of those things just being conscious of what you do and having a greater understanding of how your body works and why uh, which I think will probably excitingly lead us on to our next topic which obviously is how I think probably from this process obviously I know you're excited now you're looking to move to Dubai in the summer and you're now obviously getting into the fitness industry yourself uh, so maybe talk a little bit about, about that and what your plans are with that.
1: Yeah, well, um, me and my girlfriend are going to move to Dubai now in the summer, um, and I'm going to get into personal training and stuff, and just try and learn as much as I can, and just do what I love now, because through the whole process, it made me realise that I'm really interested in this, and just, like, the fact that you're just helping people daily, like, it's just, it's an amazing thing, like, it's just so good, like, but, um, yeah, so we're going to try and get to Dubai. She's actually in the meetings, actually in Dublin today at an open day for all the Dubai schools. Um, so she's meeting a few people today. So I think we'll know a bit more after today what the crack is. But um, that's the plan anyway. Get into the fitness world out there and see how it goes. It's early days yet, so maybe I'd love to get back on the podcast maybe in like a year's time and see what has changed because I think this year is going to be pretty big now. So yeah, it's going to be mega, and see? Uh posture and obviously we've started working together
0: again recently in the last few months. So I was just yeah. saying we jumped on the podcast like the progress you've made in last well, this week's check in, I think you dropped you dropped a couple of kilos this week.
1: Yeah. I think I woke up actually a kilo later today than yeah. it was yesterday, which is And that's why I said you need to food. Randomly happens, yeah. So <laughs> I'm looking forward looking forward to the free meal but um
0: so that's one of the things as well, like I did actually do my story yesterday talking about like free meals. Like someone asked like, oh, should you have a cheat day? And like, I would never like, that's uh, why I picked up on, obviously you said the whole free meals thing. I never yeah. like anyone saying cheat meal because you're automatically creating a bad association with food and having a good association yeah. with food is vital because realistically all food, you need all macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. And anyone who says you don't need carbohydrates is like realistically uh, moronic uh, the body is designed to utilize carbohydrates providing you give it the right environment to do so and don't just load it up on pop tarts and pancakes and stuff like that as fun as it might be yeah, um, yeah yeah. so like i think from that point of view like the progress you've made recently is, is uh incredible the last few weeks so i would be really excited to see where we go for that and obviously we'll talk about doing some photo shoots uh um so I think I think that that'd be really, really exciting to see where, where you're going and also how this could impact your training career like for the long term.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think probably the fact that I'd done Shred it before has definitely made it easier this time. I found it was probably took a bit longer to get used to the diet plant last year during Shred but I just got back on the wagon this year and it's been I think this is week four and it's pretty um pretty easy to follow like simple stuff like ah, that's awesome to hear because that again shows how like the impact getting lean
0: once can then impact you for the rest yeah, of your
1: life yeah. as we said earlier like if you do it once you know like also I think it's always in the back of your mind that I was in better shape before so I kind of want to get into that shape again like, <laughs> but I get that all the time <laughs> it always happens but like it's part of the process you need to just let it happen and plan right. structure plan over time definitely helps me like because if I had to like if I had to try and make up a plan myself um I could probably do it now myself but checking in with you every week is just is a big part of it like and having a structured plan no much reading every day having stuff ready like I'll have all my meals ready the night before for the full day because you just don't know what's going to happen like um, anything can happen so like, structure and maybe just having someone to check in with every week's massive But it's one of those things, it's just accountability.
0: Like I have accountability in like, every aspect of my life because I find it less stressful in that respect. Like <clears throat> I know all the, I don't know all the answers. I know the answers to like the questions I have and I know what I would tell myself, but because I have an emotional attachment to myself and the way I I feel and the way I look at myself, it's more difficult to make an informed, correct decision because, yeah. and it'd be the same for anyone else like yourself. Like if you're in a bad mood, like. My the worst thing I do if I'm aggressively trying to lose fat is I'll just kill myself and try and do too much cardio, not eat anything, and just burn myself out. Which is like, and I have a, I obviously have a lot of experience, um, not to like a stupid extent, but I will end up underfeeding myself. Whereas like when I have someone else in my corners, like keep an eye on me and just to say like I bounce ideas off, then it gives yeah, yeah. me a lot more, um, lot more room to like actually eat more food and suffer less and get better results, which is essentially like what I'm doing with you as well. It's like the same process. Like you you from shredding and having worked in the past, I have a good understanding of generally how things should be set up. But like you're just taking out the guesswork essentially, and you're not having to stress about it. Just follow the plan, execute, which you're very, very good at. um, And that's why you're getting such good results.
1: I think too, when it's yourself, you definitely overthink stuff. Um, like, you a de- 100% You overthink stuff, like, having someone else who's telling you what to do, it's like, yeah, sorry, because, like, like, I'd be pretty good at giving advice to other people, I'd be pretty good at, a message just popped up there, sorry, I'd be pretty good at giving advice to other people, but then I'm thinking, like, why don't you just do that yourself, but when it comes to yourself, you're like, I don't know, it's just a different, different mindset, so, I think it's good having advice from someone else that you trust, and, like, that's really it I
0: suppose 100% I think um, just one last sort of point to touch upon I thought was very interesting is how you said that like now you've gotten world class shape once because of Shredonate it's now much easier again because like this is personally from my experience the first time I got a really good condition and then I came out of condition and then when I wanted to get in shape again like it's suddenly those days where I started to feel a bit hungry and crap I was like the day after that is the day you look sick and I'm like just oh, man, yeah. this is what happens and then it's, it's all worth it because, like, just it's like a, a minerals test. Like, it's not difficult. It's just having a mental conscious control of your own actions and decisions in your brain, and being able to say, like, no, I don't need to eat an extra fifty grams of oats or like yeah. an extra steak or whatever it might be." Like, have some control. Like, food doesn't control you. You control yeah. food, and you control what you put in your mouth and what you eat. Yeah,
1: because your body's always going to tell you to have some more food. Oh, no. And- million percent just stay strong i think there was you learned a lot through throughout the day as well um like for example now one of my meals there's 25, 25 grams of dark chocolate and um whatever way it was i was training earlier that day so i had to move my meals around like pre and post so i took this earlier because i was on the move and because i took that chocolate early in the day as opposed to just before bed my cravings were just nuts their whole day, like so. Like, it's little things like that, like little hacks. Like, I'll always have that just before bed because when Sometimes I go to sleep extreme. and wake up, yeah, the cravings are gone. Like, so, but yeah, just small hacks makes your day easier. Like, I think you uh, you just learn a lot about yourself. It's yeah, it's a good it's process.
0: This method in the madness of everything, there's a, a why behind everything,
1: yeah, definitely. I suppose, too, like, if it's not scientifically proven, but if it's working for you, like so be it like like i know it probably makes no difference to me having the chocolate early in the day or at night, nice, as long as it's inside the 24 hours but it works better for me so, so.
0: and it's one of those things it can again it comes back to what's optimal and what's practical and like this is often where i get very frustrated with a lot of people who talk about like research and studies because um their style they'll like push out all these clinical studies but then you have to think, unfortunately, the world we live in is run by money, and, and the who's paying for these clinical studies is <laughs> normally a company who's trying to push you some sort of product or agenda. And it's very easy to spend research and studies to get whatever result you want, or you keep just doing the studies until you get the result you want and then just publish that one. And yeah, yeah. for me, the big thing is I'm a big advocate of going on like, sorry, anecdotal evidence of like what's worked with myself and clients and what logically makes sense. First, yeah. what um, some scientific study that's been potentially
1: misaligned to try and get the results a certain company might want, as an example. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's so many, there's so many diet plans out there. I think it's probably overwhelming for people trying to get into fitness now. Like, there's keto, there's intermittent fasting. There's so much stuff out there now, but you'll always click the link and then realize it this keto diet is also selling their own supplements yeah they're, so it, that, they're selling ketones as a fat burner is like yeah yeah but <laughs> i think i actually heard this on a podcast of yours before i think someone asked you or you were talking to someone that's a while ago like it was basically like what's the best diet and you were just like just a consistent one yeah. like whatever works you know what i mean like it was simple it's like simple simple answer like but as i said it's just it's simple. I just keep it simple over time, and there's no magic formula. Like it will happen. Yeah, it's, um... people probably people might get frustrated. Like say, even like for if I got a free meal and jumped on the scale the next day, and it was so much heavier, I'm just like, ah oh, shit. You know, like I could just hit the fuck it button and just keep going or whatever. Like, but I think now that I understand the process and what actually happens to my body throughout, it makes it easier. So probably getting back to this the subject that we're talking about once if you do it once you learn a lot about yourself so do it once and you'll know like i
0: also think um interestingly enough once you've done it once it makes you more relaxed in the situation where if you go out for a meal and then you fuck up a bit and you have some stuff you shouldn't have and you enjoy yourself which is great like life is to be enjoyed that you know you can undo that anyway so like for me for example if i go to dubai and i eat like a like a ravenous pig for like a week which like, yeah. I hungry, which i end up doing i um I, I just try to like train my way out of it you can't train a bad diet but yeah, um, yeah i would just make sure my training volume is very high to sort of try and offset it a bit but then i know that within two weeks of being home i can undo that and it's not the end of the world back to where you were anyway so like definitely like- and uh, life to be enjoyed um what would be one final thing you'd say to someone who's sitting on the fence who's unsure? or scared of change because i think that's one of the big things like that's probably me in the past is that i was afraid of maybe like put myself out there and trying to do something different and like change i think a lot of people get stuck in their comfort zone and nothing nothing good ever happens in your comfort zone if you're improving and i think you would probably agree that if you didn't do the program last year you probably wouldn't be looking into like going to personal training fitness is your career now moving to dubai all these cool yeah, things they are. yeah but that little trigger point of how that's probably impacted you of you like starting the programme and then obviously won the program, um, is probably quite an interesting topic.
1: Yeah, definitely. I suppose anyone that's on the fence, um if you're thinking about it, just go for it. Like also, like it's funny because I'm pretty sure this is your podcast as well, I heard, like if you don't like if you go for it and you fail, you're just back to where you were anyway. Like so it's like a no lose. Situation, you know what I mean you can only win like just go for it and try it like it's simple like I know it's obviously just a bit of fear there initially but a lot of people like don't maybe they're in a the comfort zone and don't want to change like just give it a go break it down make it simple um, just take it day by day and you'll see you'll see once you see results and once you you get to know your body a bit more and see what's happening the process becomes a lot easier like so 100%. it's simple like i don't know there's no simpler way of saying it i think people probably think it's a lot harder than what it is um but just basic simple stuff and over a, a long period of time it will slowly change your whole absolute lifestyle and mindset so that's really it i suppose i'm i'm well so we'll, we'll start to wrap things up there
0: then um how's best for anyone to find out any more about you Maybe your story, maybe personal training in the future in a few months maybe out to buy. What's your what's your Instagram?
1: Yeah, it's just Adi and um, it's not Adi. it's just AD O'Gara. It's Adi It's A D I and then just O G A R A on Instagram. And uh, yeah, so it's hopefully be a big year and there, there's a lot a lot of a lot of plans down the road, so um it'll be interesting to see what happens. Hundred percent man.
0: I'm I'm really, really excited to see where you go, um, because I can see the potential you have like long-term and I think you've probably realized that probably the last few months a lot as well. Yeah, um, definitely. You've got the mindset to stick to something, be consistent, be structured and ultimately work for like your dreams and what you want to achieve. So um, for me, it's like truly really awesome now getting to work with you on like a one-to-one coaching basis as well. So um, it's a, a pleasure to work with because like your check-ins and your progress every week is absolutely huge. So
1: and yeah well sure just a second that's the plan you're giving me so you do whatever you tell me i'll just say that so whatever it's happens it's us down to youtube right? if, if it doesn't
0: work it's my fault but it will work i can guarantee that yeah, it, programs I'm work happy. if you do which and you do do the work so uh keep your eyes posted guys because you'll see some crazy photos of uh, ad soon in the future i'm sure um, nice one but uh we'll wrap things up there guys so if anyone has any other questions in regards to shred or anything like that feel free to drop me a message If you're interested in signing up for the program for Shrednate or the female version of Skullpristonate, you can hit the link below. And I'm sure I will speak to you soon, Eddie.
1: 100%, sir. Thanks for having me on.